Support for The Bittersweet Life comes from our listeners. This week, I want to thank Mary and Claire. Thanks for jumping on board to become a monthly supporter of this show. It's so important. If you love this show, please support it. You can find links to donate in the show notes. If you become a monthly donor, you'll get two bonus episodes every month and other perks, I promise. And another great way to support us, tell your friends or share it with your social media. We really appreciate your help spreading the word. Welcome to Rome. This is The Bittersweet Life with Katie Sewell and Tiffany Parks. Hello, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell. I'm Tiffany Parks. And today we delve once again into language, but in a very strange way. Tiffany, I'm going to let you take the lead on this one. Well, there is a, there's a lot of buzz right now in Italy and in the expat community in Italy because there is a new law that has been proposed. It hasn't passed yet, but um, it's being considered. And this law would make it illegal or at least sanctionable for any official documents, any official government documents, whether they be laws, whether they be things on official government websites, like instructions on you know how to pay your taxes or whatever, anything like that, uh, to have any English words in them. Okay. And <laughs> this apparently is sanctionable by up to 110,000 euros fine. Wow. Yeah. So why? Well, okay. First of all, we have a right-wing government right now in Italy. Uh. Um, the last, the most recent parliamentary government that was voted in under Giorgia Meloni is, um, it's a right-wing coalition, basically. And a lot of the, their shtick is, you know, you, 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 they talk about America first, right? A lot of right-wingers in the States, America first, is this or like Italy first? It's kind of like, they're kind of like skating in on that idea. Mm-hmm. Um and it, it actually got a lot of traction because in Italy, you know, we're in a European Union and a lot of Italians feel totally dissed by the European Union. And they feel like, you know, here we are, we're our own independent country. And yet Germany tells us what to do. And so whether you agree with that or not, a lot of a lot of people voted with that in mind. And so, yeah, so now we have this right wing government. Hmm. Which they haven't done anything crazy yet that I can tell. This is like this sort of like the first like what actually no, that's not true. They they are all there's one other thing they're doing, which I don't want to get into today. Yeah. Um, but it is pretty shocking. They're trying to de delegitimize is not the right word, but they're trying to like take away the recognition of children from same sex parents. That is another really, really shocking thing that they're doing. But without going into that, <laughs> we're gonna try to keep it a little bit lighter today. Mm-hmm. I thought we could talk about this because you know. There are places in the world where the language, you know, it is under threat in certain parts of the world. And there are places, and it has happened in history, that a language has been lost or has been almost lost, like in Scotland or in Ireland and places like this. And you you never want that to happen. But I feel like in Italy, that's not really a danger because, (laughs) I mean, Italians don't it's not a big country where they're like everybody speaks second language and that second language it's not like India like in India everybody kind of speaks English and English is such an important language in India everyone speaks it and 
it's there's so many dialects in India that you know maybe local dialects can be lost or can be swept under the rug because everyone's speaking English. Italy is not like that. Everybody speaks Italian, and yes, some people speak English and some people speak French and some people speak Arabic. But the country's language is Italian, and I don't I don't feel that it's under threat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like there are like little Italian children growing up who don't speak Italian. Like I don't <laughs> think that's happening. Yeah. Well, it's. I mean, you probably wouldn't know since you don't ever draft government documents yourself, but it, was English being used a lot in public documents or public official things well, there, as far as you noticed? Well, there are a lot of English words used in, just in business and in the work working world. And a lot of them words have an Italian equivalent, but... For whatever reason, they just prefer to use the English word, whether it makes them feels like it makes them sound cool or because it's just more internationally recognizable. I don't know. But um, like the most common word probably that I hear all the time from my sister-in-law or from my friends, my uh, Aurelio's uh, friend's parents is the word call, just call. Like I have to do a call, meaning I have to do a work call and it's all, often a video call. But um, they will fight him call. Uh, and, and you never, you would never say that a, a personal call. You would never call it a call. It's a work call. Mm. Uh, and another one would be on briefing. briefing, marketing. I'm saying these English words with Italian accents because that's how, that's how people say them. Um, uh-huh. Privacy is one that actually doesn't exist in Italian. And so privato exists, but privacy doesn't exist. So you hear that like, you know, dobbiamo pensare alla privacy. You know, we mm-hmm. have to think about the privacy or whatever. So, um, so these words pop up a lot, and I mean, there are simple words like weekend mm-hmm. that just it's it's gotten to the point where most people say "Che fai questo weekend?" Mm-hmm. What are you doing this weekend? You could say "Questa fine settimana," but most people say "weekend." Hmm. Film, vediamo un film. Comprato questo t-shirt. I just bought this t-shirt. Film. I mean, it's funny. I was just thinking about how one day there will just be no film. There will be no reason to know the word film, you know, because even movies aren't being shot on film most of the time. But you still say, I'm going to see a film, right? Yeah, or a movie. You say movie, but like movie snobs say film. Okay. All right. I was just curious. I, I just thought like of all the things for there to be, you know, the English used in in Italy, film just seemed like a an interesting one. But okay, go on. You're Well, you're going to be surprised when we start getting into some of these words, but the Italian word for film is pellicola. Mm-hmm. But if you live in Italy, the only time you ever use the word pellicola is when you, are, you have to buy plastic wrap at the store. Oh. Um, what they would call in Britain cl- cling film. They call, it in, in, they call it cling film. We call it plastic wrap, right, in, mm-hmm. in the States. Uh, here it's pellicola. But that's the word, the film. That's mm-hmm. the same word. If you wanted to be technical... You'd say vado a vedere una pellicola, but nobody nobody says that. I mean, I've I've never ever heard that in the wild. Um, but it, <laughs> but in Spanish, but in Spanish, the word is the same or almost the same, and they do use it in Spanish. Yeah, is it to the point where if you were to use that word, would would it be like a record scratch? Would everybody turn and look and be like, "What the?" I thought Tiffany pellicola, knew how to yes. speak Italian. <laughs> I think if you said pellicola, people would look at you strange. Mm-hmm. Like if, especially if I said it as an American, people would look at me like, how do you even know that that word is used for that? Because it's so archaic. Mm. Um, so yeah, so, so it's, I think it's a combination of words that, that you, there is a perfectly acceptable Italian version, but people just don't use it. Like 
call or <laughs> weekend. Mm -hmm. um, and then there are a few that don't exist, like privacy doesn't really exist and uh, spelling. I think there is a word for spelling. I don't know what it is. It's very, it's a very long, complicated, difficult to spell word. No. Um, mm -hmm. So everyone says familo spelling. Like mm -hmm. if, if you say, if you have a name like, like Parks that nobody knows how to spell, you say familo spelling, do the spelling for me. Mm -hmm. I've never heard anyone use any other word for the word spelling, but a lot of them are interchangeable. And, and you know, you could say finis etimana, nobody will look at you funny if you say that. You can say maglietta for t-shirt, no one will look at you funny if you say that. But it is curious that they would make such a big deal out of this. I mean, really, it's pretty insignificant. And it's, I mean, some people say, oh, well, you know, it's getting to, it's getting really annoying because now there are certain words that people will, um, they will use an Italian like verb ending on an English word. Mm. For example, I've heard <laughs> schedulato. Ah. Schedul oh, schedulato, un meeting. Poi devo fare un call. So schedule, obviously English word, schedulato, past tense. But you could just say programmare. Mm -hmm. It would mean the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, and another one I've heard is Hackerato. This is really kind of almost embarrassing. A hackerato. Mm -hmm. hack, hacked. Something was hacked. Hackerato. I don't know if the word hack exists in, in, in Italian. There might not be a word for hack in mm -hmm. Italian. And another one I've heard is triggerato. I was triggered. Oh, okay. Yeah, trig yeah triggerato. <laughs> it triggered me. See, that one I would have, I wouldn't even. I barely even recognize the English in that when you said that. But okay, triggered. Yeah. Huh? Interesting. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. These must be showing up in official documents where it's like Italian, 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 weekend. I got to make a call. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It must be showing up somewhere. But again, what what problem does this really create? Um, I guess maybe people say, well, like the word pellicola that has disappeared yeah. pretty much, unless you're talking about plastic wrap maybe one by one these words will start to disappear from the vocabulary i don't know that's what they think apparently or they just they're just looking for ways to make money i'm not yeah, sure i was gonna say um, it seems like a revenue generator more than anything like if you could yeah, be fined I, I, for I, up to a hundred thousand euros i mean how are they gonna enforce that who knows, who knows? <laughs> I, th I think i read uh that even public universities are supposedly going to be subject to this, which that that would be a major problem because you know let's say you're um you know you're a professor and you're putting together your syllabus or your you know course materials, and you can't use any word that's in English. Mm -hmm. I mean, unless of course you're teaching English. I'm I'm sure there's an exception. <laughs> let's hope so. English. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it just seems a little bit. I mean, people have called it like a little bit Mussolini esque, you know, a little fascist, mm. and it made me think of. The language laws in in Quebec, because I used to live in Quebec, mm -hmm. but it was a long time ago, and there were already language laws there. And so in Quebec, you've got a different situation because you've got a province that is literally bilingual. There are two official languages there, but one has precedence over the other. So French has precedence over it, over English in Quebec. So there, even back in my day when I lived there, just in the first few years of this uh, this century, there was a law that. I assume is still on the books that any type of signage um, or advertising or anything written down, like even in a brochure, and I'm talking about private, public, whatever, the French has to be twice as big as the 
English. And I remember hearing on the news this case that this pub had, you know how beer companies will produce those little cardboard coasters yeah. as a sort of advertisement for their beer. And so this beer company had given this pub a whole bunch of coasters. And apparently they were either only in English or they were in, you know, the same size font for the two different languages. And this pub got this huge fine because they probably didn't even look at it. They just threw it on the counter. And the language police came in and were like, okay, you're being, you're going to be fined 10,000 euros because the coaster says beer instead of, I don't even know how to say beer in French. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, bière. I'm not sure. <laughs> good guess. Um, that's a good guess, right? Um, I know it's beer with an I in German um, and birra in Italian. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I recently had breakfast with a woman who is from New Zealand, but she lives in Quebec. And she says the language laws have gone crazy. And now you are not allowed to welcome someone into a shop in English. Mm. You have to say bonjour or, you know, what have you in bonsoir, whatever, in French first. And then if the customer starts to speak to you in English, you can respond in English. But you cannot say hello or even bonjour, hello. She said, used to be, they would say bonjour, hello, like just, you know, to give people the option. And I just feel like, wow, like that's a real um, <laughs> encroachment on personal freedom, right? Like yeah. that you're telling me in a in my own, let's say it's my own shop that I own. Like you're telling me what language I can speak in. Yeah, I mean, it also again, brings up that question of reinforcement. So does that mean that if you're a shop owner, that you always have to be aware, alert, thinking that at any moment, some secret shopper type government official is going to come in and you're going to accidentally greet them wrong? I mean, because oh, yeah. in general, you could probably own a shop for 20 years and nobody's going to come in that would check on you. But I guess it adds that level of paranoia that someone might yeah, I bet you they do. I bet you if you live in Quebec, you, you do have that. You know, I, I bet you it's more common than you would imagine. Well, we have some might. listeners that live there. If you want to weigh in, feel free to send us an email at bittersweetlifepodcast at gmail.com because I'd be curious to know exactly how this works, especially if you own a shop or something like that. That would be interesting. Yeah, you can't even, she was just telling me that you cannot even put a, like, let's say you you, you want to sell t-shirts, right? And you 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 have a shop called like T-shirts galore. I don't know T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, a, a go go whatever. Um, you you can't you can't have it called that. You can't have a so- a shop sign with a word that's English instead of French. Hmm. She said other languages are okay. Hmm. If you wanted like pasta, you know, or whatever sushi in your in your restaurant shop, fine. In your restaurant name, sorry, but if it's uh, if it's English not allowed you can't have like shoes are us or something like that like that Mm -hmm. you you couldn't name your shop that it's not allowed Mm -hmm. when you live there what did people do where is it like if you got a brochure would it almost always be written in french and in english or was it kind of like (laughs) willy-nilly it's so it's so hard for me to remember because it's just so long ago Mm -hmm. but i feel like I feel like yeah, restaurants are definitely going to be in, in both languages. Honestly, I can't remember brochures. I, I, yeah. I don't remember. I went to a French language university and oh, everything yeah. was in French and all of the course stuff was in French. And I don't know if I knew I that. had to. 
That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All this yeah. time, I'm uh, like, huh, I, I don't remember that you went to a French language university. Oh, you didn't? Yeah. I don't think yeah. so. And well, maybe I did. Really it's really sad how bad my French is considering that. Well, I used to speak it quite well, although I'll never forget my first first day of rehearsal because I was doing a music program, of course, mm -hmm. first day of opera rehearsal. And the director was just talking and talking and talking. And I just turned to the girl next to me and I said, I mean, and I could speak French, you know, I, said, I don't understand a word he's saying and they're like oh it's because he's from like the countryside of quebec and like it, it's just, his accent is so so thick like <laughs> sometimes even french people can't understand him oh man yeah. well hmm. so you said um that you had come up with a small game to play as a oh, part yes. of this interesting thing oh I, well, before we get to the game though what's the outlook are they thinking this is going to pass in italy this is going to be a thing that's enacted I don't know what people, are, I know that a lot of people that I'm seeing on like social media and stuff are saying, oh my gosh, speaking English is going to be illegal. Like we can't speak English in Italy. And I'm like, okay, it's not regular citizens. <laughs> it's like, a great like, headline though. That's um, a great clickbaity headline. Yeah, yeah, it does. English it, illegal it does. in Italy. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Honestly, I, I feel like anything is possible. I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't disregard any, anything out there these days. Mm -hmm. Um so, yeah, I think it could pass, but it just seems kind of dumb to me. It just seems kind of pointless, mm -hmm. especially because, you know, there are certain words that just make more sense to say in English. To force people, just it just seems unnatural, kind of. Yeah, but it is interesting, given how much on this show we've joked about the sometimes pointless and, and often very difficult to attain Italian paperwork. It's funny to me yeah. that they would start with paperwork on this yeah. uh, on this well, new Italians regulation. love paperwork. I know. They love it. I know. <laughs> they love paperwork and they love stamps. And so if you're going to make a big change, you might as well start there. Yeah. And they love, you know, they love their bureaucratic jobs. And so, I mean, think about all the jobs that this is going to create for people who are going to have to rewrite all those documents. I mean, if you have to go through every <laughs> university form, that could take a whole oh. fleet of people to try to get through all yeah. of those papers. So. Yeah, maybe oh this gosh. is really job creation. Yeah, and never, I mean, never underestimate Italy's <laughs> ability to find ways to waste time, mm. I guess. <laughs> um, All right. So, well, yeah, so I came up with a list of English words that are very commonly used in, in Italy. Okay. But they don't mean what we would think that they mean. Okay. They don't, they did not retain the true meaning of the word. A lot of times they're very close, but they just didn't get it quite right. So for you, did it take a while to figure out what these people were meaning? If it's uh, sometimes, yeah. Well, sometimes I was like, "What?" Yeah, yeah, it did. Some of them definitely did. Okay. But now some of them are so in my my own lexicon now that I almost use them wrong in English sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm All right. Sure. So I'm going to read you these words, and you're going to tell me what they mean. Okay. Are they? Can I ask All one right. more question, just as a hint? Yes, of course. Are they course. somewhat close, adjacent to the thing? Some of them are very close. Some are some just of them complete are lines. Very close. Okay, and some are nonsense. Some of <laughs> not nonsense. You can figure out why if you if you think about it, but okay. you, it might not it might not come to you automatically. Here's a really really common one. Okay. Box. 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 Mhm. Mm well, let's see. Box. Box. <laughs> I mean, in English it could mean a few different things too. So I'm trying to think like which one is it off of? Cuz there's like the physical object, the box. There's the, mm -hmm. 
you know, I'm going to box that up for you. Yeah. So and, it's like when you're doing a crossword puzzle, you're like, do they mean noun or yeah, verb? Yeah. And then there's the sport, of course. We could box. Of course. Right. So what would they be referring to, though? Maybe it's like some sort of fencing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a box. A box is a small garage. A small garage. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's if you if you rent or buy a home and it says box, it means that there's an act. It's not just like a parking garage that's open and you have a spot. It's like it's, it actually closes and locks. Okay. All right. I guess I could kind of see that's that. That's what a one. box is. You get a box. Not on government okay. forms anymore, though. That's going to cause some problems. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Here's another one. Slip. But of course, they pronounce it sleep. 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 But it's it's written slip. Okay. Again, two meanings. Could be a f item of clothing. Could be me falling over um, on a wet floor. I will say low sleep, which means the slip. So it's it's oh. a noun. Okay. Okay. So we could be in the clothing realm here. Uh, I'll go that it's some kind of undergarment that's not an actual slip. I'm going to say it's it's like, like uh, I don't know, like your pantyhose or something. <laughs> so close. So close. Mm -hmm. It's panties. Oh, it's your panties. panties. I was going to say that. Mm -hmm. I was going to say that. But then I was like, I feel like I knew an, a word for panties. Well, there is mutande. That's more That's more general. Mutande is like any kind of underpants, whereas lo slip is like a woman's briefs. Okay. All right. I like that, <laughs> sort of. Mutande doesn't sound all right. like a very attractive word, so I'll go with the slip. That's no, nice. it's not, is it? Um, <laughs> all right. So I'm going to give you half a point on that. Okay. Got close. Oh, here we go. Fiction. Fiction. <laughs> um... Okay, meaning invented or not true, I suppose. Or it could be a genre of literature. Um, fiction. Maybe it means like a lie. Like it's used in place of the word lie. Television series. A television series? Oh, okay. A television series. Well, it is, is a fiction. fiction. Yeah. It's a fiction. I see It that. is. It's a type of fiction. It's a type of fiction, but it's specifically televised fiction. Oh. Uh, and you wouldn't use it for a book. You would say romanzo for a, a work of fiction literature. It is a TV series, a fiction, fictional TV series. A fiction obviously. is a TV series. Interesting. All right. Um, I like that one. Actually. Here's one I learned recently. Okay. This is one I learned recently from Aurelio. Okay. Mister. Mister. Written mister. Like M-I-S-T-E-R. Written like out exactly. in that way. Mm-hmm. You'll never get this one. So I'm just going to tell you. I mean, it could be like something that sprays water on you. <laughs> a mister. I totally didn't even think of that. <laughs> that. That could be it, too. I don't think they exist over here. It's a soccer coach. A soccer coach. A yep. mister. Yep. Well, oh. they could just call him allenatore, which is another word for coach, more general. But the soccer teams, they have the mister. So I learned that from Aurelio. Okay. Um. Oh, here's a good one. Low smoking. I'm putting the uh, uh, the uh, article there so you know it's a noun. Low smoking. Okay. S spelled smoking. Right. The smoking, essentially. Mm -hmm. And they smoke so much in Italy. So it's almost, <laughs> for it to not mean smoking, it just feels crazy. Because I feel like that's one English word that would actually get into the culture there. But... 
I'm going to give you some context on this one. Okay, that would be good. Tonight, we're going to go to a very nice restaurant. So I'm going to wear my smoking. Okay, my smoking. So it must be some <laughs> sort of... <laughs> it must be some sort of, like, fancy dinner jacket or shawl or, like, fur coat or something that's... <laughs> somehow perceived as old and antiquated but fancy you're very close when you said fancy jacket because it is a tuxedo oh. or a tuxedo jacket so you could just could just be your smoking jacket tuxedo jacket or it could be the whole suit lo smoking okay we do have like a smoking jacket thing over here i must come from that i it think must, it must yeah it must be derived from that it is not to be confused with il tight mm. Spelled T-I-G-H-T, il tight. Which is... You want to make, make a stab at that one? That one, so it's... But it's probably in the same category. Like, it's a fitted... In the same category. It's a fitted jacket, but it's not a tuxedo, per se. It's, like, down one notch. It's up a notch. It's uh, it's more fancy than a tuxedo. Oh, yes. Okay. Tails. <laughs> oh, tail. And that's called a tight? <laughs> okay. It's called a tight. Hmm. All right, this one is derived from a brand name. Okay. So that should help you out. Um, like, you know how in the States we say Kleenex, even if we just mean tissue. Right. When you were so saying it's... plastic wrap, I was thinking, I think we call it saran wrap. But Saran wrap, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Rimmel. Oh. Il rimmel. So something Pronounce having... Rimmel, to... or written rimmel. Something having to do with shaving. Isn't that a shaving company? Oh, is it? It probably is also a shaving company. I don't really know. But in this case, it's eyeliner. Okay, yeah, maybe because it is Rimmel a Because Rimmel is thing. a brand of like drugstore uh, makeup. Right. I right. think it's international. I think we have it in the States. It's like Maybelline. Rimmel. That shows Rimmel. you how much I know about makeup right there. <laughs> <laughs> Rimmel. Rimmel. Um, oh, here's a fun one. Mm -hmm. Body. 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 Yeah, what does body mean, Katie? What does what does body mean? Obviously, not a body or the person's body, or a body no. it could mean the body of water. It doesn't even refer to body anything. I mean, something having to do with your hair. We use body <laughs> in so many ways. She's got great body. Is it even in the category of being a living thing or on a living? It's thing? Not. It's not a living thing, but you would wear it on your body. Or someone would. You probably wouldn't. Some kind but of shapewear? Shapewear? Like it, something that sucks everything in and gives you a different body shape? <laughs> it's not quite that specific. Do okay. you know what it is? It's a onesie. Oh, a body suit. It's a onesie. Yeah, it's like a, a body suit. Yeah. A body suit. I mean, it's most commonly used for babies, uh, what we would call a onesie. Yeah. But uh, they do make them for women, too. Like an you know, typical tank top with the snaps so it doesn't come untucked. But I think we would call it a bodysuit. Mm -hmm. But uh, they just call it a body. Okay. Just a body. All right. Do you own one of those? I don't. I mean, I, I used to own a whole bunch for Aurelio, but uh, yeah. But I do not own one. Not one myself. for you. Yeah, okay. No, no. Um, oh, here's a good one. Load zapping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired tonight, so I'm just going to sit on this couch and do some zapping. Zapping? Give you some context there. Okay. So you're just flicking through the channels. That's it. That's zapping, it. Channel yeah. surfing. Yeah. Zapping is channel surfing. Okay. I like um, that. I wonder where they came up with zapping. That's very funny. <laughs> Clicking? What do we call it? Like, what did we used to call it? 
clicking. I, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I feel like it was channel surfing. Yeah, but we used to, I don't know, at least my family used to call it the clicker. So I was wondering, like, what, where would the yeah, zapping definitely, come from? But okay, I'll, well, I'll accept it. Similar sound, similar sound. Golf. Hmm. Golf. Golf, not meaning the sport at all. No, that would be too easy. Mm-hmm. They call that golf too, but this is a different meaning of the word golf. Okay. Reminds me when, one time when I was in Mexico, I was hanging out with a guy who didn't speak any English, but he was wearing an English language shirt. And it said, life is a game. Golf is serious. <laughs> Would that work in the context of what this golf is? Not really. All right. But you're kind of on the right track in another sense. Okay. <laughs> because it is, a, it is a piece of clothing. Oh, it is a piece of clothing. Like, like the body mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the tight. Okay. And the smoking. Boy, there's a and lot the slip. of Okay. Wow. <laughs> a golf. What would a golf be? A golf. Something with a hole? Is there any clothing <laughs> that has a hole in it? <laughs> what clothing has a hole in it? Pants. Pants do. <laughs> Everything. Do. A shirt. Everything has a hole somewhere, unless it's a scar. <laughs> I guess that's true. Well, a bra doesn't have a hole, but okay. No, not necessarily. It's a something it's, you um, wear. I, I don't know if I can get this. It's it's a very light sweater. It's a very light sweater. Okay. Mm -hmm. Does it look like light, a sweater that sweater. people would play golf in? I, I assume that must be where it comes from. It must be originally something that you would play golf in, like on a cold, cold day. So I like suppose. if you had a department store handout with a sale insert, it might say golf sale. <laughs> it might yeah sure okay it might it sure. might all right let's see i got a few more here feeling 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 now this it's very close okay it's very close to the what the real meaning is but it's it's a, it's more specific than how we would use it. i think feeling in english you can use it for lots of different things mm -hmm. but it's very specific maybe it's like a tingle of the spine or something like that goosebumps on the arm no 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 hmm. not close at all either i mean you know it's it's in the general realm but it's uh this is a spe very specific thing so it's is it a specific feeling <laughs> you know what i mean like kind of okay kind of and it's not a sensation so it could be like an emotion yeah, I would say it's under emotion. It's 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 complex. It's a complex thing. Okay. Is it is it when you're sort of falling for someone you have a feeling? You have you I've yeah. got a feel for this. I got a feeling for this person. You know what it is? It's more of something that you share with somebody. Like I just met this person and we had like an instant feeling. Oh, okay. Kind of like an instant connection, chemistry, a vibe, something, yeah. a vibe. Yeah, it's that's what it is. Okay. It's a vibe that you share with someone. All right, I like it. Um, oh, here's one, scotch. Scotch. This is one. This is one Aurelio uses all the time. For mm -hmm. him, the word for it is scotch, even though it's not the word that I would say commonly. Mm -hmm. now, obviously, and, um, he's not talking about booze. <laughs> nope. <laughs> or even a brand of tape. It is. It is a brand of tape. I don't want to send you off on a on yeah, a tangent on a wild goose chase. Scotch is what they use when they want to say tape. Oh, so I was right. Yeah, scotch tape. Yeah, 
it's just tape. It's like the uh, Rimmel, you know. It's just dump me a piece of scotch. Give me a piece of scotch. Uh -huh. <laughs> I think it's so cute when I realize that's it. Low scotch, you know, because in Italian, if you if you've got a word that starts with a Z or an S plus a consonant, if it's masculine, it's low. And I just think it sounds so funny. That is. Dump me low scotch. <laughs> That is cute. Although I would say we kind of use that one here in the States. We don't call it just scotch. But you might you say... scotch tape? Yeah, do you have any scotch tape? Because it's different. Scotch versus masking. Masking tape, right. scotch tape. Yeah, or duct. Duct, duct tape. tape, yeah. There's exactly. lots of different types of tape. Apparently, yeah, you know? like, yeah, having to differentiate your tapes is an important thing. That's true. <laughs> like saran wrap, because, I mean, there's different types of wraps, too, right? Yeah, but... That's different because it's all just who cares plastic wrap. But, you know, scotch <laughs> tape and masking tape are a totally different animal. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but there are br other brands of scotch tape that are not scotch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess there that's probably brands. true. That's probably true. It's like there are other brands of tissues that are not Kleenex and other brands of ear yeah. cleaner thingies that are not Q-tips. Yeah, Q-tips, right. Right. I know. That's the ultimate goal probably if you're a – a person making a product is to have your product become synonymous with the thing that it is. Mm -hmm. There's a Absolutely. lot of that. All right. Do we have time for one or two more? Yeah, let's do one. We're a little over, but let's do one or two more. This is this is probably the most famous one that most people would know. Uh, footing. 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 Mm -hmm. Footing. But it has nothing to do with shoes or losing the your losing your footing well it has nothing to do with losing your footing but it's not totally far off i mean these, these words they do come from somewhere right right it's not like it means like trunk of a tree or something no <laughs> um uh footing footing it's like the base of something is my guess let's see it's the footing of it's the base that the statue is sitting on it's the footing it's jogging it's jogging Jogging. I'm going to go footing. I'm going to go Watch footing. Watch footing. Hmm. That one's a little <laughs> puzzling to me. What's the Italian word for jogging? Is there a word or no? There's no word. No, it's footing. I, there's no <laughs> Italian footing. word That's for jogging. I mean, correre is running. But I mean, running is like fast, right? Mm -hmm. Jogging is like nice and slow, I feel like. No, I don't think there's a word for it. Hmm. I don't think so. I wonder how it ended up being footing. It's interesting. <laughs> Well, just like so many of these words are like, okay, here's one, fashion, uh -huh. the word fashion. Now, it's not that they got the word wrong because they use the word fashion in the fashion world, but mm -hmm. they use it in the wrong way. Right. They say, you know, you, I, I don't, I've walked into work before, you know, with my best outfit on and my boss has said, oh, quanto say fashion. How fashion are you? You're so fashion. I'm like, no, I'm not fashion. I'm fashionable. Uh -huh. It's it's a noun. It's not an adjective. And so they use the word fashion as an adjective. It means chic or fashionable or stylish. Okay. okay. So they just they just kind of get it wrong. And the same with toast. Like the, the bread or the cheers? The bread. The bread. A toast to them is basically like a cheese, a melted cheese sandwich. Oh. That's what it is. Like it's two pieces of toast and inside of it is like a piece of cheese and maybe some prosciutto. 
you know, mm-hmm. and heat it up. That's what, if you order a toast, that's what you're not, you're going to get. You're not going to get a piece of toast with maybe some butter. You're going to get something inside. So it comes from somewhere, but like the slip, like somebody heard the words, like somebody came back from America and said, oh, they call this slip in America. And, you know, it got, you know, word of mouth, you know, it got, <laughs> it got changed along the way. Somebody messed up and said, oh, I thought it was the underwear. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And now it is. But yeah. Now it is in Italy. And now it, it is. is the underwear. And now, yeah. Or sometimes they just shorten it. Like for example, email. It's just mail. Oh gosh. They say, oh, they will scrivere una mail. I have to write a mail, but they don't mean like post like a letter they would mail. It's it's an email, but they don't say email. They just say mail. And same with social. Mm. Oh gee, no, ho visto sui social. I saw on social media, but they don't say social media. They just say social. Sui social. Mm-hmm. On the social, I saw that um, that hmm. we can't speak English anymore. <laughs> I was going to say, I was just thinking like, boy, if this passes, this I mean, I don't know how much they're talking about slips and jackets in any of these forms, but still, it just seems like there's a lot out there. You know, there's a ton, a ton, ton out there. If it's if they happen to write, you know, you shall not post about this on social media on social, that'll have to be. <laughs> maybe they'll have to invent some Italian words to they make this possible. Will. Like le medie sociali. Mm-hmm. Oh, very nice. Well, that was fun. Super fun. I don't think I won that game, but I no, appreciate you, you, you putting you it together. Got pretty much all of them wrong, except kind of. <laughs> I got um, close. I feel. You, you got a couple of them. You got close. A couple of feeling. I'll, let's say you got feeling. Well, you have to say that my command of the English language was pretty good from that, though, where I could list off oh, all the different ways things were used. Yes, it's, <laughs> you're, you must be a crossword champion. <laughs> oh your, yes, your your mind is just so flexible. If only I thought in puns more. <laughs> That's where I'm really lacking with the crossword puzzles. Well, you'll have uh-huh. to keep us posted on whether or not this passes and what people oh. say if it is, if it does. So. All right. Well, we will leave it there. And until next time, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell. I'm Tiffany Barks. Join us again. Bye. Support the show by wearing a Bittersweet Life t-shirt or socks or even a Bittersweet Life face mask. We have merch and you might find your new favorite mug by visiting thebittersweetlife.net. Click on support to explore the merch catalog and have fun. (laughs) 